0: Everyone's always saying, be your authentic self. But I don't know what the fuck that means. Welcome to the Anxious Therapist Podcast. My name is Jacqueline and I am your host. I am a full time mental health therapist, online anxiety coach, and founder of Team Therapeutic Fitness. I am here to bring you raw, real, relatable content to remind you we are never alone. And today's episode is no different. I love a good, catchy, cliche (laughs) phrase just as much as the next person. But I don't always know what they mean by that. So today we're going to dig into what it means to be your authentic self. Are you ready? Let's do this. Well, I'm already me. Doesn't that mean I'm, I'm being my authentic self? No. Short answer, no. We're not being our authentic selves because of the stories and the narratives going on in our heads. I explained it like this to one of my anxiety deactivated clients recently. I said, you, you wear a pair of glasses that skew how you see the world based on one story, one experience you had, that now shades everything in a different hue. We need to work on taking those glasses off. Now, maybe you have glasses on after an unhealthy relationship. So you have this skewed perspective of all relationships now because of that one and the story that you're telling yourself that I can't trust people or everyone's going to end up hurting me because you're wearing the glasses where that was your experience. Now, experience is good. Okay. We need to have life experiences and things that hurt us and challenge us because that shapes who we are as a person. What I'm suggesting is that we take a deeper look at the glasses that we are wearing Because those are just stories that we gleaned from those experiences and we've held on to. And now we're projecting everything from our past onto our future. So being your authentic self means taking those glasses off. Means not allowing to let those old stories and narratives determine your present or your future. So let's dig into this a little bit. Let's talk about how do we do this? Because that's a nice concept, right? And I never want to leave you with just a theory or an idea that you have to then go apply on your own. I want to tell you actionable steps to being your more authentic self. First things first, I want you to think of how you label yourself. Okay. The, the Kind of uh, names and, and things you refer to yourself as. For example, my whole life, it was I'm a people pleaser, I am a perfectionist, I'm a control freak, and I just want to make other people happy. Okay, those, those were the things that I used to label myself. Maybe for you, it's I'm too much, I'm outgoing, I'm shy, I'm introverted. I'm not good at taking care of my own needs. Okay, so brainstorm really quick. What are those things? What are, how do you identify, um, I'm too anxious, I'm, I'm too depressed, I'm a hot mess? You know, think about all of those things that you've kind of coined as what you are. Okay, so we're going to think about and identify those labels. Now, what I want you to do is question the accuracy And the effectiveness of those labels, okay? So I can acknowledge that being a people pleaser, being a perfectionist served me super well in my childhood um, and, and through my teen years, okay? It helped me survive in a blended family where I just wanted to keep the peace, where I didn't want to make anybody else's lives more difficult, where I didn't want to get in trouble, okay? Where I wanted to be an upstanding person, okay? So it served its purpose. I don't need to hold on to it anymore because it no longer serves a purpose in my life. So it's okay for you to say, yes, you know, the the glasses I was once looking through that skewed my perspective, that had me as such, no longer effective, But it served me at one point, and I'm grateful for that. Okay, so we can be grateful and move on. So that no longer serves me. So I'm going to take a look at that. I'm going to take a look at being a control freak. Does that still serve me? Is it effective? No, it's not. Although the concept, the idea of being in control appeases my anxiety disorder, it's, it's not effective because it usually, in my experience, leads to higher anxiety. Because I realized the hard way, I can't control everything. And when I tried to, it was frustrating and disappointing, and put tension on my relationships and made me kind of bitter. Okay, so I I can see where being a control freak, you know, being uh, that way in the past, especially in my childhood, allowed me to really think things through, allowed me to gain perspective in situations, allowed me to be a really compassionate, kind person because I was seeing things from a lot of different angles because I had thought it through so much and I was trying to control everything. But now it doesn't serve me because it's, it's gasoline on my anxiety disorder and I don't need that. So I'm grateful for the purpose that it served and it no longer suits me. Okay, what about being a perfectionist? That's how I maintained peace in my childhood. I wanted to get perfect grades. I wanted to play three sports and do them really fucking well. I wanted to do that, everything perfectly, so as to not add stress to my own or other people's lives. I just wanted to be a good kid and being quote unquote perfect made me feel like I was achieving that. That's no longer serving me because now I really like to fuck up. I really like to make mistakes because it challenges me to grow. And I've realized once I took those glasses off, what the fuck is perfect? That, that, that doesn't exist. And I think we all logically can say that. Yet some of us are still striving for it. So I stopped. I stopped striving. For perfection, I started taking messy action in my life and especially over the last couple of years with starting a podcast going, I have no idea what I'm going to talk about for the rest of time, but I'll figure it out as we go, (laughs) especially with moving into private practice for mental health therapy. I have no idea what this is going to entail, but I know it's going to give me a life of freedom and I don't need to control it. I don't need it to be perfect. I'm taking messy action. Let's go. Okay. So just a couple examples from my own world of how those stories skewed the way I was seeing things and how I've been able to challenge them. And that's the piece. Questioning, is this effective or accurate? Is this still serving me? Is how we step into our authentic selves because your authentic self probably isn't shy or a perfectionist or a control freak or a people pleaser or a hot mess, right? But you've used those labels as a bit of a crutch. Oh, this is just who I am. You know me, silly Jacqueline. Ha ha ha. Can't help it. This is the way it is. I've always been like this. That's an excuse just because we've always been this way. When we know better, we do better. And I'm telling you right now, and you're listening and you're hearing what I'm saying, which means you now know better and you have a responsibility to question those things. Now, this process takes time. Figuring out in what situations are you wearing glasses to stories that no longer serve you. Okay? That's what I need us to be questioning. Another piece of being your authentic self means being more of the things that make you feel amazing. You're like, man, I'm probably going to get judged or, you know, it makes me a little uncomfortable to do this, but I'm going to do it anyway because that feels like me. Let me give you just a silly example. I have never in my life had the most amazing hair. Okay. I don't have thick, luscious, beautiful, you know, hair. And that for me held me back for a long time because I was using my hair as a way to, you know, define my worth of like, oh, if I my hair just looked like hers, maybe boys would like me, maybe I'd have more friends, like the weirdest shit. But don't tell me that I'm alone on this because I know we've all had these things, okay? And and so I tried to keep things really simple when it came to my hair. Kind of wore the same hairstyle every day. I never wanted to try something new or fun because I didn't want to draw attention to this area that I was insecure about. And a few years ago, Well, probably in college, um, actually, so more than a few years ago, um, I started dyeing my hair. Okay. I was never someone I had done highlights before and stuff, but I had, I I started dyeing my hair fun colors. I did red. Um, and then once I got out of college, I did purple and I had, you know, done platinum blonde and all these things. And I started finding joy in my hair for the first time in my life. And it wasn't until super recently because becoming your authentic self continues to grow, continues to challenge the boundaries of these areas. I chopped all my hair off right after our wedding, like seven inches probably. And I love it. It's like barely touches my shoulders. It's so cute. If you're not following me on Instagram, I mean, at the anxious therapist, shout out. um, You would know, but I started playing around with new hairstyles that drew attention to me and my hair. I'm talking space buns. Okay. Two cute, tiny little ponies right on the top of my head. I'm talking, I did this like dinosaur hairstyle. Okay. Like four ponies down the middle of my head, like cute little buns that bounce around adorably when I'm working out, uh, all this stuff. Because I found joy in my hair because my authentic self, my authentic version of Jacqueline feels really confident in all areas of her life. Now, I'm not saying I'm there yet. I'm not saying I feel super confident in every area of my life yet. But I'm doing the things every single day that challenge those barriers, that challenge those boundaries that I've originally created for myself of, nope, we don't do our hair crazy. We don't do anything that's going to draw attention to it because it's fine and it's thin and we don't need people, you know, looking at it any more than they already do kind of thing. Like that was my old narrative. And now that I've been able to challenge that, I can do fun shit with my hair because that feels like me. That's me being authentic. That's me with that like YOLO type energy, right? I get one shot at this and I don't want to hold back anymore. What would future Jacqueline want for me? That's what I think about. When I don't feel quite my authentic self, I tap into some future energy. And that's something I walk you through in my three-week program, Anxiety Deactivated, is how to connect with your future self and pull from their energy. Because chances are your future self five, ten years from now, They are a lot closer to who you want to be than you are. And so we tap into their energy. And this, it sounds really woo-woo, but I'm not super woo-woo. I'm just, um, it's more like envisioning and imagining who that version of us is and then how do we mimic and create in our present life who that is. Okay. You would know if you did anxiety deactivated, you know. Uh and it's still available. All you gotta do is reach out at my website, theanxioustherapistpodcast.com or hit me up on Instagram at the Anxious Anyway, small plug there. When we tap into that energy, we can see our authentic self and then we can recreate that in our present day. Okay, so my future self, future Jacqueline, she's like, I don't give a fuck. This makes me feel good. This brings me joy. That's all I care about, and she goes for it. So I'm like, okay, I don't present me, present Jacqueline. She's not so sure about this, but future Jacqueline, she's got us. She's looking out. We're gonna, we're gonna do it anyway. And that is being your authentic self. Doesn't have to feel good right now. Doesn't maybe doesn't feel good yet, but trusting. That that's what you're working toward. I love being my authentic self. She's so fucking cool. That version of me that feels truly myself. She's in touch with her emotions. She checks in with herself. She checks on herself. She's aware. She's not numbed out. She's not detached. She's secure in who she is. And it takes effort. It takes being intentional and asking those tough questions. Because the, the truth is, uh, the matter of the fact is, you're going to start this process and, and be too uncomfortable to make some changes right away. You're going to go, yeah, well, my authentic self, she would do blank. He would be more blank. And then you're going to have a hard time making those changes because current you is too uncomfortable. Oh, yeah, well, future me might feel comfortable doing that, but there ain't no way I'm about to do that, right? And that's where we have to challenge ourselves. Try it, okay? The first time I did a crazy hairstyle, I rocked it at home all day by myself, kept passing myself in the mirror going, okay, i see you, Jacqueline, right? You don't have to show it off. It doesn't have to be some big grand gesture to start yourself off. Just try challenging those simple things, that piece of clothing that you haven't quite Mustered up the courage to wear yet that's been hanging in the back of your closet for a year now with the tag still on it because you're just not quite sure. It's not something you'd typically wear. And what are other people going to think, right? What would your authentic self do? Would he or she tell you to wear it? Then you got to do that. Even though you're uncomfortable now. That's how we reveal the mask. Okay, that's how we, we... Move into becoming our authentic selves. I hope you guys loved this episode. I hope you found it helpful and empowering, and you had a good understanding of what it takes to acknowledge the glasses that you've been wearing that are skewing your perspective, how to start questioning that narrative. And move forward to truly become your authentic self. That version of you is already within you. It's just about peeling back the layers to reveal them. I'm grateful for you. As always, it is humbling to have a few minutes of your day. And if you wouldn't mind, I love when we can connect on Instagram. So if you'd snap a screenshot right now and share it to your Instagram story that's how we bring new people into this community, okay? No paid advertising, you know, it's just me and you spreading the word, empowering people to live their best lives, fight back against their mental health, and I think we all deserve that chance, so I greatly appreciate your help spreading the message, and I can't wait to see you in the next episode.